Episode 7. It's May the 4th. Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. Well, what a start to the week. Happy Star Wars Day, everyone. Now, we will be having a big old celebration a bit later on in the podcast with another set of epic fans to battle it out over a quiz on all things in a galaxy far, far away. (laughs) But before we go, we have a guest today who is every inch a warrior of storytelling and teaching. And when you listen to her passion and creativity and sparkle, you will know why for the past 14 years, she has become a true master. Heathmount family, it's going to be another great week. Let's not hang around any longer and let's see what Monday has in store. Let's go. This glorious Monday, we have a true professional in our midst, a person who has shown us all, her colleagues, what steadfast commitment, infectious creativity, inspiring hard work, and and a level of empathy, integrity, patience, and fun required in a teacher. We all know the thought, care, imagination that has to go into teaching online just now. But imagine if your pupils were three years old. Wow. Today on the podcast, I am so excited to be interviewing the wonderful Mrs. Greer from Nursery. Hi, Mrs. Greer. Hello, Miss Ferguson. Lovely to talk to you. Oh, you've got the best voice. I feel so relaxed already just speaking to you. How is it going? How is it going with the online teaching, with the nursery? Well, we're having lots of fun. Um, We have already had a dress-up day in nursery. So um, I came to school today in my pyjamas and I was teaching a Batman and a Captain America um Rapunzel and Honor and Anna and what fun I bet bet they loved it it was a lot of fun and of course I was referring to their characters by name as we were going through the session Um, (laughs) that's how it has to be done isn't it Batman one moment (laughs) (laughs) yes Captain America can you stand up I I can't even imagine what you're (laughs) what your preparation is like for these lessons but aren't they lucky um to have you both you and mrs decatney um we always say if you can't have fun in nursery you can't have fun anywhere (laughs) (laughs) amen to that amen to that um so i want to just uh give a, a huge personal thanks to you because you are a huge podcast fan And I think yours was the very first email that I received very, very early on, just full of enthusiasm and support and energy about the Heathmount podcast. You you love podcasts, don't you? I do. I probably listen regularly to about 25 podcasts. It's the first podcast you've been on. Yes, it is. So I'm very excited. (laughs) 
Well, we're absolutely thrilled to have you. So we can't really go much further in this interview without what has become fast part. It's a quick fire round. So, it's great to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some, some options for you here. You know the okay. drill. Just going to okay. fire them out as quickly as you can. I'm ready. And we're going to, you know, see if there's any surprises in there. So <laughs> off we go. Tea or coffee? Tea. Summer or winter? Summer. Phone call or text message? Text. Theatre or cinema? That is really tough, but theatre. Love yeah. at the end of a festival. Oh, amazing. Love <laughs> More festival. on that later. More on that yeah. later. Uh, <laughs> pizza or pasta? Pizza. Books or Kindles? Book. Every time. Emails or letters? Emails. Sweet or savoury? Sweet. Heels or flats? Flats. Uh, dogs or cats? Cats. Fish or chips? Mm, chips. <laughs> Biscuits or cakes? Biscuits. English or maths? Oh, English every time. <laughs> and I think I know the answer to this question. Podcasts or radio? Podcast is the new radio. But audio content is the winner, yes. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that was cool. So, so much of the focus of the podcast over the last uh, 10 episodes, we're now on number mm. 11, has been about uh, having a chat about what we're feeling thankful for. I wondered if you could share with our podcast listeners what those particular things are just now for you in this season. Well, I go out for a walk every day and because we're not at school, I'm going for a walk before I start doing homeschool. So I get up and go out into the park or to the woods and really enjoy the sights and sounds that I see and hear. So um, very recently I've heard my first cuckoos of the season um and i've been seeing baby bunnies nibbling the grass for their breakfast as i've been walking this week um and you know smelling the flowers and just enjoying nature really what a civilized way to start your day it's lovely and then you know i've collected my thoughts and i come downstairs and i switch the computer on and there are all my lovely children there's batman and rapunzel and captain america <laughs> that's right <laughs> amazing oh um well it sounds like you are just uh, an incredible source of inspiration for the children that you teach and we can already hear that um just twinkle in your voice you know, you've got that real magic about you um is there anything in particular during this time from what you maybe have been reading or absorbing or listening to um or seeing on your walks maybe that have uh, been particularly inspiring for you? I think it's about all pulling together and getting through this time together and just trying, I'm very conscious and trying to keep our sessions as close to what we do in nursery as possible um, because that's what we all enjoy, that's what the children are used to and secure with and happy learning with um so to me that's what it's about being the same mrs greer on the computer as it is in the classroom mm, and just keeping that as uh, so you say the sort of finding inspiration in in sort of routine mm. i suppose yes i i think for um the the younger children in the school that's really important mm. um and 
I, I think it's it's nice to have a secure base, but within that secure base, I'm still looking for the laughs and the humour and the fun. Um, and the books that I've chosen to read, because we always finish every session with a book, have been up to now pretty much books that they're familiar with that we all love and enjoy. Yeah. Um, old favourites. Yes, definitely. Quite right. Quite right. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely been tapping into some sort of old favourite episodes of TV shows or... Um, or books or films there's a nice security in that isn't there and i'm yeah, warped about it um no surprises maybe but there's familiar a joy in the familiar um yeah. well mm -hmm. uh, you're actually going to be sort of bookending our podcast today um oh. and we've got a pretty special concept i think uh, that that you suggested, and of course, I've just been waiting for the right time uh, <laughs> to get it done. And and today is the day. Could you just kind of explain a little bit to our podcast listeners about what treats are in store later on? Well, I contacted you and offered to create an improvised story. Um, some of the children will have been with me when I've done this with them and I've asked the children to in this context say a word think of a word or an object that they would like me to include in a story um, and I did that because I have been to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival which is a, a festival where there's all lots of music and storytelling and theatre and events and I went, and this particular year, I saw an a cappella group. And towards the end of their session, they asked people in the audience to suggest a word or a theme or an object that they would like to hear them sing a song about. And something just went ping in my mind. And I thought, I could do that in school with the children. Um, and so... I've used it within the class when we've made class stories with nursery children and I've used it particularly in World Book Day events where um, I've been with year two children and they've brought objects in and I've created a story on the spot. Uh, I cannot tell you how excited I am about this. It's right up my street. Oh, good. Um, I know the podcast listeners are gonna love what's about to happen so um we're gonna meet you a little bit later on okay. here i'm gonna be telling you i have been sending out some uh requests in the right project, and i have got i think about 12 objects mm. that have all okay. been um suggested actually by the nursery and okay. we are going to uh, tell you those a little bit later on we're going to see what you come up with all right. Feeling good about that? I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Bab. All right. Well, it has been such a joy. I just feel so honoured to have you on. Oh, and, thank you. Um, I cannot wait to get you back on later for story time. Okay. So for now, enjoy the game that's about to happen. Will and do. Um, I will uh, we'll speak to you really soon. Okay. okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So we are 
definitely going to be catching up with the amazing Mrs. Greer later. But before we do, we have an intergalactic battle to get through as five of Heathmount's brightest Star Wars brains are getting prepared for the fight of their lives. Get your lightsabers ready, Heathmount family, and let's jump on our spaceships to round one of the Heathmount podcast Star Wars Day Quiz. May the Force be with you all. Today at Heathmount School, for a first on the podcast, I have five of the greatest Star Wars brains that our school has. And they're going to go up against each other today. I'm going to introduce you to our Star Wars contenders for today's quiz one by one. I'm going to start with the youngest member we have today. Now you can't see podcast family but um, they're actually in disguise and this particular um, podcaster uh, Star Wars guru is dressed up as Chewbacca and his name is Finn. Say hi Finn. Hello. Hello, Finn. And Finn, can you tell me what year you are in? Oh, year one. You're in year one! Well, Finn, you are officially the youngest Heathmount pupil we have had on the podcast so far. You are awesome. And you're dressed up as Chewbacca. You are an absolute legend. Thank you. We're also joined by his big brother, Ollie. Say hi, Ollie. Hi. Ollie's in year seven. And they are going to be teaming up today. Not only that, we have somebody. We're going to go back down the school a little bit in year five. He's a very cool customer, this guy. I think he is going to have a huge amount of knowledge. His name is Ed. Edward, say hi, Edward. Hello. Hi, Edward. Great to have you on the podcast today. And then we are going back to year seven. Both boys I have been lucky enough to have to teach over the years. I know for a fact that their Star Wars knowledge is encyclopedic. Please say hello to Max in year seven. Hi, Max. Hi. Hi, Max. And none other than Gabriel. Hi, Gabe. Hi. Hi. You looking forward to today, Gabe? Yeah. Feeling confident? Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite um, Star Wars movie? Um, probably A New Hope. A new hope. Right, go right back to the beginning. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Ed? Have you got a favourite? Uh, mine would probably be Revenge of the Sith in the prequels. Okay, so that is, I'm not going to, actually, I'm not going to talk about what number that is because we're going to do that a bit later on. Revenge of the Sith for you. Max, you got a favourite? Yeah, I quite like The Mandalorian, but that's not really a movie. So uh, that's that new series that's out. Is that on Netflix? Um, no, it's on Disney+. Plus. Disney Plus, and it's just been a new series out, and I think the last episode was on Friday. Yes. Have you been enjoying it? Yeah. And um, is that part of the story that's right at the beginning of Star Wars? Is that right? Um, no, it's between episode six and... Now, what about, I'm going to go and ask Finn and Ollie, do you have any of your favourite characters from Star Wars? Um, yes, mine is probably Baby Yoda something baby yoda baby yoda's in mandalorian isn't he yeah. he's really cute although i don't suppose you're supposed to say that about yoda because he yeah. is you know mm -hmm. not supposed to be cute um ollie have you got a favorite character or a favorite movie 
Um, my favourite movie is Empire Strikes Back, the fifth one. Okay. Where, um, Darth Vader says, Luke, I am your father. Oh, bit of a spoiler there, people. Bit of a spoiler. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Did any one of you cry at the last movie? Um, I cried. I 100% cried. Gabe, I didn't cry, but I was sad. Yeah, I was oh. sad and I thought Chewie died. Oh, my goodness. He didn't die. That moment... I just, I mean, you guys need to close your ears a little bit because that was just cinema genius there. But I mean, I don't want to give too many spoilers away, but there was a moment later on in the movie that, that brought a lot of deep. So we have got a competition to run here. So this is how it's going to work. I've teamed you up. I've got Gabriel and Max. Then we have got Finn, Ollie and Ed. I'm just going to ask you, you've got four questions each. Question number one, Gabriel and Max, are you ready? How many languages is C-3PO fluent in? It was right. like... Not... Definitely not I think 6,000. 6, no, really? But like, he like... I remember... He just knows a lot of languages. He right. does. you got to pick one though, boys. you got to pick one. Uh, Should we go 6,000? 6,000. Yeah, okay. 6,000. Why not? Well, the answer, staggeringly, is actually over 6 million languages. C-3PO is extraordinary, and that's why we love him so much. So, unlucky guys, question number one for team number two, Ollie. How is Governor Wilhuff... Tankin, commander of the Death Star, better known? Uh, it's, it's Grand Moff Tarkin, I'm pretty sure, isn't it? I'm not actually sure. Not sure, Ed. You're, you, what did you say you thought it was, Ed? Grand Tarkin, is that it? Absolutely yeah. right, it was. Grand yeah. Moff, well done. One point to Edward's team. Here we go into question two, Max and Gabe. Princess Leia is princess of which planet? Naboo. Gabe? Um, Naboo. I'm going to say... No, it's not Naboo. Naboo. Not. No, it's not. It was like... They destroyed it with the Death Star in episode four. They and did. Um, I remember because he was like raised there. Something like that. That's right, Luke. Oh, I think, I think I know. I think I know. Oh, it's, I, it's on the tip of my tongue. Adoran or something. Or Adoran. Alderan. Alderan. Yes. Well done. Question okay. two for Ollie and Ed and Finn. How is the alliance to restore the Republic better known? The rebellion? The resistance. The rebels or the rebellion? Rebellion, resistance. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? One of you is right. I'm thinking resistance. Is it the rebel alliance or something like that? I thought that was their actual name. Yeah, um... Yeah, it is. I'm looking for its actual name. Yeah, I think um, it's Rebel Alliance. Rebel Alliance? Yeah. Finn, you're nodding. Chewbacca is nodding. Are you feeling confident about that, Finn? I think Rebel it's Alliance. the Alliance. You think it's the Rebel Alliance? Well, I'm going to just put you out of your misery right now. It is the Rebel Alliance. Well done. Two points. Number three, Max and Gabe. What sort of species is Chewbacca? Wookie. Wookie, yeah. For an extra point, to claw it back, can you tell me the planet where he's from? Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk. <gasps> you are right. Wookie from Kashyyyk. Didn't even flinch. Max, very impressed. The, the scores are Ollie, Ed, and Finn. What is the main job 
of R2D2. He's um, a droid, isn't he? Because is it, yeah, in Phantom um, Menace, he was like, is it, is it from the first? Is it from? Because he, I know oh, he has a different. Group. He's he's got a, he does loads of stuff, but he's got a main job. Um, it's to repair. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's a repair droid. He's a repair droid. Finn, what were you gonna say? I was um. He repairs loads of ships and stuff. Okay, well, I'm going to give you that. His job was as a mechanic, but as we all know, mechanics repair stuff. So I'm going to give you that point. Last question for Gabe and Max. What is the strongest Jedi called? Um, Jedi what was it? Uh, that's Jedi, Jedi, the Padawans, Jedi Masters. Um. Is it like a guardian? I don't know. What do you think? Like I remember... Ray gets a yellow lightsaber at the end of the last movie, and I'm pretty sure it's a guardian. I think it's Jedi Master. To tell you, the answer is one of them. It is either Jedi Master or Guardian. So your final answer is... Jedi Master. Jedi Master, Master, you're correct! Guys, back to you. Before being captured, what did Princess Leia send off with R2-D2? The Death Star plans. Um, the plans for the Death Star, you and can... it was a message to Obi Wan. Well, I can tell you that they were the plans for the Death Star. They were what were called the blueprints. Well done. And this is the name that character round. I'm going to do some quotes, and you just have to tell me who said it. Simple as that. Okay. Whew. First one, Gabe and Max. Do or do not. There is no try. Yoda. Yoda. Yoda, correct. And uh, team two. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Oh, is that Kylo Ren? Wait. Is that? Is that Darth Sidious? It's one of the two, I'm pretty sure. Have a go. Darth Sidious. Darth. Darth Sidious. Darth Sidious, it was actually Darth Vader. Oh, oh Finn. Well, he's so robbed there, okay. I was that, and then I was like, no. <laughs> I thought it was him. And then, and then I, I know, I know. Right, next one. You can't win, Darth. Strike me down and I will become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. Luke? No, it's, um, no, the, um, is it the Emperor? I think it's Darth yeah, Sidious. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's Darth Sidious. Cause I have to rush you. Um, I think Darth Sidious. Darth Sidious? It's actually Ben Kenobi. Oh, ben. yeah, they were on the vault and then in the last. Yeah, Finn's got it. Finn's got it. Ben okay, Kenobi. here we go. It's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. Everyone, Kenobi. You're right. This is the last question. Why? You stuck up. Half-witted, scruffy-looking nerve herder. Princess Leia. Princess Leia said that. That sounds like quite an insult, being called a nerf herder. It, she said it to, oh, not everyone, what's his name, Han Solo. That's <laughs> she it. said it to Han Solo. Okay, yeah, Han Solo, what, they didn't get on very well at the beginning, did they? And this is the last quote of the game. Hey, Luke, may the force be with you. Yoda. Yo- we- you think Yoda? You think Obi-Wan? Do you think Yoda? Oh, can we have can we have a bit of time? Hey Luke, may the force be with you. I don't. It might be Leia. Leia, probably, maybe. 
Yeah, I don't think Yoda or Obi Wan would say hey. No, it's yeah. probably it's probably um, Leia. Then she would say that to her brother. Well, that was a tough one. But guys, do you know what that means? At the end of the quiz, and you know you couldn't have written it. It's been high, high drama. The scores are even. Both teams, you are all Jedi Masters. Huge congratulations. I just want to thank you all so much. Hopefully everybody has been playing along at home. Makes me want to go in and get the old box set out right now. Um, I want to say a huge thank you to you all. Is there anything you guys want to say before? Maybe the force, May the force be with you. <laughs> and also with you, my friend. Listen, have a great Star Wars day. I cannot wait to see you all back at school. Well done for working so hard. Do you all want to say three, two, one? We're all going to say goodbye to all our listeners. Ready? Bye! Bye! Well played, everybody. Great Bye. job. Oh, there's nothing like a close game. Didn't they do well? And so cool to have year one to year seven represented. Now, I have been so excited to have received a few emails from you insanely talented lot, all volunteering for the acting challenge in the next podcast. Now, there are a few slots left, so if you would like to do some fun drama activities, then send me an email and we'll get it all sorted. Now, as promised... We are going back to the remarkable Mrs. Greer to tell her what's in store for her as she creates an improvised story. Nursery kids, I hope you've been kind to her. (laughs) I wonder if there'll be any lightsabers in there. Mrs. Greer, we are back. I'm just going to fire straight in. We have got some objects here. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you a little bit of time to um, prepare. Okay. But not a huge amount. And I want you to listen carefully at what I've tried to put them into sort of clusters for you to help okay. you process. By all means, yeah. write them down. Uh, these have come from the following children from the nursery Olivia, Spencer, Evie, Maxwell, Jack, Hugo, Charlie, Isabella, Oscar, Flora, Emily, Alice. Freddy, Poppy, and Raphael. No Captain Americas or Batman in there. And this is what they have suggested. In your story today, we would like to hear about sausages, a steak, a pickle, a motorbike, a motorized buggy, and a bike. Okay. Also, I would like, please, a fairy, a dinosaur, a baby rabbit. and also a baby shark now i'm not sure if that is the song or an animal but that is up to you you can do what you like with that um maybe they'll be singing in the story um well well, quite possibly because i do sing a lot well tune in guys this is going to be golden (laughs) now we've got five potentially six more i'm not 100 sure what they all do what they all are but uh, you know it's your it's your story We have a, mu- a basket, mm-hmm. a bumble, right? Okay. School, okay. and uh, two more things. We have woof, <laughs> and it wouldn't be a nursery suggestion, or indeed 
of any school age child if there was not the possibility please that there is also a mention of poo poo how about poo and mud in a basket <laughs> that is your challenge so we cannot wait to hear what you come up with in our story today this is a first this is a joy the edinburgh festival might not be happening this year the theatres no. might be shut but we have Mrs Greer on the podcast, so that is all we need. Mrs Greer, I'm going to hand over to you. I'm going to say a huge thank you. I'm going to give you a few minutes to think, um, but uh, we cannot wait for what's about to happen. Thank you so, so much. You're very welcome. I'm going off to think very hard. <laughs> okay, speak to you soon. Bye. Okay. Bumble is a young dinosaur. He's green and has lumps and bumps along his back and a shiny black nose. There are some things that are very special about Bumble, but the first thing you need to know is that the soles of his feet, the bit you walk on, are orange. And when he walks, he leaves bright orange footprints wherever he goes. On the grass, on the rocks near his home, on the pedals of his bike. In fact, everywhere. Bumble hears woof, 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 woof in the woods and runs off leaving sploshy orange footprints behind him as he goes. Hello, Pickle! He calls to a large, hairy brown dog. Will you come with me to see fairy Floriana today? Pickle stops woofing and pants. Why? Why do you want to see fairy Floriana? Well, I don't like leaving orange footprints everywhere and Fairy Floriana can give me a wish to make my feet go dry. <sighs> okay, wolves pickle and they run along through the woods together. They have to look very carefully before they find Fairy Floriana. She is nestled into a hole in the trunk of a tall tree in the woods. She flutters out in a haze of purple and silver as Bumble and Pickle call her. Hello Bumble, hello Pickle. I've come to see if you can help me. Can you give me a wish so my feet don't leave splashy orange footprints everywhere? Please, he added. Floriana looked. I can see your footprints through the forest. I think they look nice. <laughs> Grunted Bumble. Woof, woof, woofed Pickle. If you would like me to help you, I'd like you to help some other people. If you can be kind and good, good things will happen to you. Fairy Floriana reached into her sparkling silver basket and sparkled the two friends with some special magical dust that only fairies and pixies have. And then she fluttered back into her house.
Bumble and Pickle walked through the woods. They could hear the birds singing and see the bluebells that grew so closely together that they looked like a carpet. They could see Baby Rabbit hopping along the path in front of them. She looked in a hurry. Where are you going? woofed Pickle. I'm going to school and I'm going to be late and I'm going to miss show and tell. Big tears flopped, plopped onto the paws of Baby Rabbit. I've got my new motorbike to show. She held up a shiny blue toy motorbike. Listen, it makes a noise. Bumble said, we can take you. We can run much faster than you can hop. He gently picked her up and the three friends ran down the hillside towards the school. In fact, Bumble picked up two squirrels, three hedgehogs and five moles. And Pickle carried their book bags in his mouth. They dropped them off at their classrooms and Baby Rabbit said, I wish I had orange footprints like you. They're so special. Thanks, said Bumble. The two friends carried on walking and headed towards the river. It wasn't long before they met some donkeys standing on a patch of nearly eaten grass. Why have you stopped here? asked Bumble. The middle-sized donkey said, We don't like treading in the squelchy mud. And all the green grass is in that meadow past all the mud. I can help, said Bumble. Tread in my orange footprints and your feet won't get any mud on them. And then you can get to the juicy grass. So Bumble and Pickle squelched. (coughs) And the donkeys clippity-clopped walking only in Bumble's footsteps over the top of the mud. Oh, thank you so much, the smallest donkey said when they got to the end of the mud. Please share our lunch. And he gave them some jam sandwiches and fruit. Bumble and Pickle walked on until they got to the river and they sat down to rest and to eat the yummy looking sandwiches. Hey, can I smell food? Baby shark. Is that you called Pickle? Yes, it is. Baby shark dived out of the water and rumbled through a sandwich towards baby shark who caught it. Pickle saw his many teeth gleaming in the sunlight. They all shared the sandwiches and the fruit until they were all eaten. Bumble and Pickle waved goodbye to Baby Shark and walked into the woods again. Quickly, it seemed the trees grew closer together and it appeared to get darker. The friends walked closer together as they walked towards some high hills and trees which were starting to wave in the wind. 
I'm getting tired, woofed Pickle. My tummy's going to rumble, moaned Bumble. In the gloom of the sky, they could make out a faint light and they agreed to walk towards that light. As they got closer, they could see the lights were little purple and silver stars strung along rocky caves. Can you smell something good? said Bumble as his tummy gave an enormous rumble. They walked into the cave and were very surprised to see Fairy Floriana and all the animals they had met during the day. Bumble and Pickle, you've been so very helpful and kind today. I'm going to give you one wish as you asked for. While you think about what you want to wish for, let's eat some food. We have all your favourites. Sausages, steaks and burgers with jelly and ice cream for pudding. All the friends ate hungrily, chatting and telling jokes and laughing whilst Baby Shark sorted out the music. I'm so tired now, said Bumble. I wish my mummy was here to take me home. Fairy Floriana smiled as the friends told stories in the firelight. Listen, said Pickle, is that a motorbike I can hear? Rumble listened. I think it's the old buggy. Mum's car, said Rumble. Hey, look, she's come to get us. The buggy parked by the cave. How did you know where I was, asked Rumble as he hugged his mum. That's easy, Rumble. I followed your footprints, said Mum. My footprints have been helpful today, thought Rumble. And his friends all said, Your footprints are very special, Rumble. Yes, thought Rumble quietly. They are special. It was the last thought of his day as he and Pickle fell fast asleep in the buggy as Mum drove them home. It's official. Bumble the dinosaur is now my favourite story of all time. Isn't Mrs. Greer so clever? Who needs the Edinburgh Festival this year when we have her to listen to? Oh, aren't those nursery kids so lucky? Now, thank you so, so much to Mrs. Greer and to Finn and Ollie and Max and Ed and Gabriel for making time to be on the podcast today. And if remember, if you'd like to be involved, then just send me an email and we'll get it sorted out. So as we finish, let's hear one last word on Star Wars Day from Yoda himself. He says this, Weapons do not win battles. Your mind, powerful it is. Such powerful minds in our Heathmount family just now. May the Force be with you all.